everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another television season uh, review. This one's going to be for Russian Doll Season 1. Yes, I'm late to the party, but I'm still here. Um, and Nadia is never late to, never late to her party. But uh, yeah, Season 1 of, of uh, Russian Doll, the, the uh, new Netflix series, uh, did actually come out in 2019, so I'm not that late. But anyway, um, so this is going to be my usual split of spoiler-free and spoilers. Spoiler-free, is it good, is it bad, should you watch it? And then spoilers, dive more into the plots, all that sort of good stuff. Um, I really liked Russian Doll. I did. Um, I I saw a lot of people making comparisons to The Good Place. Which is, is an interesting comparison because... You have an element of the good place in here, but I don't. In terms of like plot-wise, it's certainly not similar at all. Um, the only, the only, the only kind of similarity with this in the good place is the person dies and then uh, comes back to life in a particular place. But that's really kind of it. Um, and I can't say too much more in terms of comparisons without going into spoilers and stuff. Well, for both shows, really. Uh, but I think, it, it's, this is to me, because there's a lot of different genres you can kind of put this show in, there's mystery, there's, well not murder mystery, because, you know, there's no mysteries to, there's no mystery as to the deaths themselves, you, you see them and stuff, um, it's kind of got mystery, comedy, um, and like some other stuff in there, I guess drama as well, like, you know, you've got certain relationship drama that's happening, you've got some other drama and stuff that's happening, um, so you've got eight episodes here, they're all roughly, you know, 23, 25 minute-ish, I think one of them's like 28 minutes, but, uh, I really like the, the, this format that Netflix has got, they've got a lot of shows where they'll do eight, maybe ten episodes for a season, um, and it's usually a comedy show that they tend to do this with, and they'll be like, you know, 20, 27 minutes, 25 minutes or whatever, and you can really get through it quite quickly, um, some examples would be like Master of None, which you haven't seen for like two years because it hasn't been on, it hasn't had a new season. Uh, you got things like, um, what's that show with the, the guy with, uh, with autism? I can't think of it. Um, it's A something, I can't think of the name of it. Um, yeah, you got that show as well and you got, you got just a bunch of other ones that, that are on there as well. Atypical is the name of that, I, I just forgotten it. Or just remembered it rather. Um, so yeah, I think Netflix does a good job with those sorts of shows. And sometimes it's 8 episodes, sometimes it's 10. Um, I do feel around episode 5, 6-ish. Maybe some point between like episode 5 and the start of episode 7. The show didn't quite figure out where it wanted to go. Or it felt like it... it knew where it wanted to go in the end, obviously. But it, it, it sort of like tripped a little bit on its way it didn't fall over but it was it was walking down the street and it kind of tripped um but then it found its footing and then it was fine again uh that's kind of my own major criticism uh, my, my only um major criticism for the show i think that i mean because the other thing to compare this to would be groundhog's day and i, ha- I haven't actually seen that that will probably be one for classic re- reviews one day um, but I, I know what I know what Groundhog's Day is about. You know the guy that keeps on. Although, isn't it that he just simply lives the same day over and over again? It's not to do with he dies, is it? Because with this, with with Nadia uh, Natasha Leone, uh, her character basically it's like how far can she get before she dies and then ends up back in the bathroom with that song playing uh, and with the tap running. So again, you kind of got a like. <sighs> 
yeah, you can compare it much more to Groundhog's Groundhog Day than is it Groundhogs or Groundhog? I think it's Groundhog Day. Um, you can compare it much more to that than the Good Place because Good Place is much more about like someone dies and then ends up in the Good Place, whereas this is she's very much still in the real world, and uh, you know, she just has to avoid dying as opposed to like simply restarting the day or going to a different place and then living there. Um, it it was funny in certain ways. It was more. I don't know. I I don't know quite how the show wanted me to feel at certain points because, to me, it was more about like okay, Nadia would start her day again. She would see her friend Maxine, who was like uh, smoking and preparing was it the turkey or something for her birthday, and then uh, Nadia would leave, and then she'd die from something, and then she'd just start over and over and over again. Um, until obviously they do or don't figure out the cycle. I can't really talk about that without spoilers. Um, I'm starting to realise there's not too much I can say without spoiling the show. But um, So I guess I'll move on to the recommendation stuff. Would I recommend it? Yes, I definitely would because it is. Not only is it a very, very good show. Because you have two things to consider when recommending something to someone. How long is it? Because obviously you have things like this that are one season, eight episodes. And then you have things like Supernatural. Uh, they're like 15 se- 14, 15 seasons with like 23 episodes, uh, which is much, much, much more of a bigger investment of time. Uh, and the other thing is like, is it good? So, um, on both fronts, it's, it's very, very recommendable because you could probably watch it in, well, one day of a weekend or like two days of a weekend, uh, like the whole weekend or just one day of the weekend, um, depending on how busy you are. And it's also very, very good. So I- I'd recommend it on that front. Um, but yeah, there's not, there's not too much more to talk about without spoiling. Um, I really do think that, because obviously, um, Natasha Leone uh, is from, uh, Orange is New Black. She plays Nikki, I think. There's a lot of cast members and I don't always remember all the names. Plus, I don't podcast on the show, so I don't necessarily need to at some points. Um, she gets much, much more of a, of an opportunity to shine. Obviously, any, but if you put anybody in that role... In this show, they have to shine, or they have they have because they have so much more of the spotlight on them. And she's in almost every scene. She's in like ninety eight percent of scenes in this show, obviously because it's following. You know, she she wakes up in the bathroom, or or she you know wakes up standing in the bathroom and stuff. Uh, and then she goes out. She maybe dies from something and comes back. Um, so she has got the majority of the screen time, but. It was really kind of nice to see, because I bet there's several actors in the Orange is New Black series that the other Netflix show that, like, if you gave them their own series, basically, they can have a lot more opportunity to shine, because it's much more of, like, okay, there's, like, 20 women in here, or however many women there is, and they'll get their scenes, they get their stories, and they get their, like, flashback episodes and that, but, um, in terms of, like, the actress, I guess, which mostly applies to Orange is New Black, because it's, like, a woman's prison, um... It is nice to see one of them kind of peel away and do their own thing and really kind of go, yeah, like she she can really kind of pull some stuff off. So um, it was nice to see that as well. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to season two. Um, I don't know how much of how what the legs are on this show as well, because like things like that are an interesting premise to start off with. But like what happens if she dies again and then like. I don't know. It's it's strange because that's also something I can't dive too much more without 
talking about spoilers, obviously, because there's a season finale, which has a particular ending, which I can't talk about yet. Um, so, yeah, let's go for a break. And then, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Russian Doll, go and watch the first season and then come back to the... Actually, stay for the housekeeping part so I can tell you what else we're doing on Entertainment Talk. Um, and then I'll give you one more spoiler warning and that's when you pause or turn off the podcast. Go and watch Russian Doll, then come back and play the podcast from that point. But I'll see you in a minute for housekeeping. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, Game of Thrones is back for its 8th and final season and we're all very, very excited for it. Unless you don't watch the show, then you have nothing to be excited about because you won't be watching it. But anyway, Game of Thrones is back for its 8th and final season and those of us that do follow the show and watch the show are very excited. Uh, Me and David, of course, are returning or have already returned for reviewing Westeros, the Game of Thrones podcast. We've got our preview podcast out there, which has been doing very, very well. So thank you to everybody who's checked it out and listened and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you want to find that particular podcast, you click on the. You can either search for Game of Thrones on the website. You can search for Reviewing Westeros on podcast services or Entertainment Talk on podcast services. Um, you can click on a few different menu options. So you can click on the podcast drop down menu. Click on either Game of Thrones, which will take you to the category version, or click on iTunes feeds. Um, and that will take you to a clickable link for the iOS and the Android version. Uh, and you can uh, discover the podcast from there. Uh, if you have trouble finding it or subscribing to it or whatever, uh, or if you want to get in contact in general, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, uh, there's a contact page and there's information in your show notes. So that's Game of Thrones for Season 8. It should be really, really good. We haven't actually started it yet, so we're all still very excited. Uh, so yeah, go and check that out today or tomorrow, depending on where you live, or at the same time, if you want to watch it at 2am. But that's Game of Thrones. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is finishing next week um, for Season 2. It will have its second part of its season finale. Because they, they, they decided that they needed another episode for the season. Because uh, 13 episodes was originally going to be the run for the season. But next week it's got its 14th episode. Which will be the last one for season 2. And then it will be coming back for season 3. And so will I. Uh, so that's out there as well. So Game of Thrones starts next week. And Star Trek Discovery finishes. So that's kind of fun. Uh, the DC shows Flash, Arrow. Um, me and me and Robert are doing podcasts for those at the moment. So you can go check those out. In terms of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, We're going to be back for the 12th episode of season 4, which will be the first four episodes of the second half of the season. And then once we come back for 4.12, we'll be back for 4.16, which is the end of the season anyway. And then we'll come back for those two episodes. As such, that will be that for season 4. Gaming talk this week, we talk about uh, Crash Team Racing, the character list, uh, Fallout 76, the PSN name changes, and a bunch of other stuff as well. So you can check out that. That's random gaming talk. 
Uh, what else is it that we're doing? Um, film reviews recently did Pet Cemetery and uh, did Us, uh, the, the the two new kind of horror films. I won't be seeing Hellboy. Plus, it doesn't sound like it went down very well. Uh, and I won't be seeing Shazam either because I'm waiting for DC to sort themselves out. Uh, I will be seeing the Joker though, or Joker. I think it's called just Joker. Because uh, that isn't connected to the DC- DCEU, plus it actually looks really, really good, even from its first trailer. So I'll be checking that out later in the year, but that's the film side of things. But obviously the next big one, Avengers Endgame, which is in just under two weeks. So uh, join me for that on the 24th. What's the Thursday? This th- Thursday is the 24th or the 25th, I can't remember. But the Thursday, I'll be going to see it, and it should be really, really good. Obviously we're all very, very excited for it. That and Game of Thrones, obviously the two big highlights for April. Uh, yeah, and that's what we're doing at the moment on this entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. This is your last spoiler warning. If you've not seen Russian Doll Season 1, pause the podcast or click on the homepage, depending on if you're listening on the website or on podcast services. But pause the podcast, check out something else that we've done. If you're on the website, click on the homepage, check out something else that we've done. Go and watch Russian Doll and then come back here and uh, listen to the rest of the podcast. But this is your final warning. Please leave now. And, uh, yeah, go and do whatever. So, yeah. Um, okay, so, she, I, one of the funniest things, because I said that it was comedy-ish. There's some comedy in here, but obviously there's drama and there's mystery as well. One of the funniest things was, like, she tries to get down those stairs, what, three times? I think, because, was it the first time she walks down and then she simply trips and like instantly dies, breaks her neck and instantly dies. The second time it was, was it she tripped on someone and then still died the same way? And then the third time she like bumped into somebody, ended up accidentally walking off the side and like falling off the, the like handrail thing. I Yeah. And then like she goes to walk down there again and she's like, we're taking the fire escape. So that was funny as well. Um, was it in the elevator for the, for the, because uh, that was like a, um, or what do you call them? A flat kind of thing. They're, they're called flats in in the UK. I guess they may be called like apartment complexes or something. Like apartment is just an apartment, isn't it, in the US? Um, basically, basically what a flat is over here in the UK is where there's a big building but they're full of different places where people live. Uh, as opposed to just one house, basically. Um, she seemed to be in, in one of those... Um, but yeah, I wonder where now that I think about it, because you had you had the fire escape, which is obviously for that, and then the stairs, which everybody's using. But uh, I don't remember her using the the lift. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought that was maybe the funniest parts of the se- part of the season. Another funny bit was um, what do you call that that thing? They're like the big metal. Um, it's not called a manhole, is it? The, the the big thing the metal thing that she falls into which has got like the the double door things kind of kind of open I can't think of what it's called I think it's called like a manhole or something uh in the ground um yeah she falls into one of them like twice she's on the fi- the phone the first time and like she just accidentally walks into it and then the second time like she I guess she does but from the other side I thought that was kind of funny especially the first one is like she was alive for a bit longer and she was on the phone talking to, I think it was John, was it? The the guy who was the relationship, love interest, whatever. Um, she's doing all that and then she just happens to accidentally walk into it. And you can, one of the like most effective things towards the character for the season was every time she would die by accident after being alive for quite a while. And she would basically have, 
you know, she'd be alive for like a, l- a little bit longer, and then she would die, and she'd be like, "Great, I'm back here." And then like she'd have to go through the same routines again, seeing Max, and then like uh, she'd say happy birthday and all that. Um, and then yeah, her her just trying to like first of all get out of the building. That was one thing that she struggled with. <clears throat> and then um, yeah, just trying to go through all the all the all the Groundhog Day part of things, like she. You know, uh, you know, wake up in the bathroom. The water's running. The music's playing. She turns the water off, opens the door. The two people are there. She awkwardly gets through, then sees Maxie, and she says hi. And then, um, I liked after the first what was it like four or five times, she was like, "What is in this that like, um, we've been smoking or something?" And you find out later it's to do with like helping cancer patients with depression or cancer patients that are getting depressed or or whatever. Um, and, like, it was working for them. I can't remember what the, the, the ingredient the guy said that was in there, but I thought that was an interesting little kind of angle for them to take. Um, Alan, I thought his solo episode was actually pretty good. Um, like, because she, she, that was kind of the, the really interesting and really well done turning point, because one, one of the things I didn't consider, because she meets him in, what, episode four or episode three or something, um, I think it's episode three-ish that, that she meets him, or, like, episode three is his episode, she meets him at the end of episode two, I think, um, and they're in the, the elevator, the lift thing, uh, we call them lifts over here, so, um, she meets him in, in the lift, and, uh, like, because the elevator's, like, crashing, or the lift is crashing, or whatever, and she turns around and says, like, aren't you gonna get on the ground, and, you get the revelation, obviously, that he's been dying as well, and they they meet up later. I thought that was that was that was a really well done kind of cliffhanger. And obviously, the advantage of this is, other than the season finale, you're not going to be left on the cliffhanger because the next episode is five seconds away uh, as soon as the credits come up. Um, and then him getting his episode, and you see like the routine of him. He'd get up, and then he'd have um, that like music thing of like I'm beautiful and I'm loved and all that. Uh, and then, um, was it, he would feed his, he would feed his fish, and one time it's not there, and then, it's interesting as well, because she's obviously, like, kind of polar opposite to him, where she doesn't really care too much about, I mean, she cares about stuff, but, like, she's much more loose than him, um, in terms of, like, you know, smoking and drinking and all that kind of stuff, and he clearly has, like, a routine, and he's much more tidy and much more sort of professional and all that sort of stuff, um... And it's interesting when you have those two that are so opposite and everything. Because you can clearly see, like, his apartment's so much more cleaner. And his, like, you know, he's so much more, sort of, um, like, well-dressed. and all that sort of, Or, like, much more better presented, like, life-wise. You, you can clearly see that in each of the scenes and stuff. Um, and then, like, her later asking him, like, is this because we're bad people? And then considering, like, the two different lives that they have, like, she's much more of a smoker and a drinker, and he's got all this, like, zen sort of morning routine or whatever, uh, or, or this thing that he listens to, it, it was kind of interesting to see that come up, and then, like, uh, what was it, Alan's girlfriend was, like, cheat, being cheated on with uh, John, but then you'd found out that Nadia was also sleeping with John, because John was somehow sleeping with, like, 16 different women or something, <laughs> Um, that was, that was really an interesting angle for them to put in, because obviously, first of all, they set up Nadia as, like, okay, she's dying, why is she dying, and then the party, and then repeat, repeat. She meets Alan, and then everything kind of gets revealed and turns on its head. I thought that was actually really well done as well, so I, I quite liked that. 
Ruth, I think Ruth was the mother, wasn't she? I didn't click with any of that. Like, she's going around there, and the, the only interesting bit to me with that was, um, was it she puts the, uh, is it not, it's not the stove, I can't think of the bloody name of it, um, she puts the, the thing in the oven on, um, and, uh, she goes to light it for some reason with a lighter, <laughs> why would you do that, um, and then, like, Nadia sort of realises, but a bit too late, and, uh, yeah, she, they get blown up, so. That was not nice either. Um, it was an interesting concept for them to bring up for Nadia to say like, okay, in one of the potential timelines or Earths, like Ruth is on her own and Nadia has died. Um, but if that was the case, then Ruth would also be dead in one of the timelines because they both got blown up. So that's interesting as well. Um, obviously, you can't really revisit any of those timelines because you know, in one of the, in all of them, she's dead. Um, apart from the one that she, she's living in. And Ruth is also dead, so like, who would you kind of focus that on, and what would you do? So I get you, you. I guess you have to abandon like all those timelines and stuff. Although if you start going down that hole, and there's like, how many times have they died? Like fifteen, twenty times. Um, you you can't really do that because the show also doesn't really have time for that. Plus, you want to focus on the main timeline, which is where Alan and Nadia are both alive and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on like the characters and all that sort of stuff. Um. I I th- the, the I thought where they sort of picked their feet up again because you know I said that they kind of tripped, which was when they were sorting out like okay there's all these different timelines and they were they were getting a bit too almost carried away with themselves and then they refocused it a bit, and you kind of had two timelines that had to meld back into one, in the way I like the way that they did that actually because it seems that they were actually going with like a split timeline thing because they both wake up from being being killed again or something. Um, and then, like, in the one, it, there's two different un- different timelines, isn't there, where Nadia knows and tries to convince Alan, but he doesn't, he has no idea, or they, or he doesn't know her, but she knows him, and then you get the other, the, op- the opposite with the other timeline, and then they get each other to, like, know each other again, and then it kind of, like, clicks together, I like the way that was kind of done, it reminded me... I know this is going to be a bit of a controversial comp- opinion, because this is where some, for some people, Lost fell off. But when they did the split or the double timeline in Lost, which was where um, they showed the off island everybody's, or not alive necessarily, but everybody everybody's off the island, or the people some people have left the island, and you had the timeline of that. Um, what? No, it wasn't. Le- they left the island. It was that the plane didn't crash. I think. Yeah, the plane didn't crash. They landed, and everybody was fine. So I guess everybody would be alive. Uh, and then the other timeline of. Um, you know, the normal island timeline that they're on. I think it was interesting when, um, because Lost essentially did the same thing where it was like those characters started to meet up and then they, they it was a bit, it was a different plot because they, they basically like met and remembered each other and then remembered the island life and all that. Whereas with this, it was like they were trying to convince the other person that, uh, they knew each other and that they, they knew what was going on and stuff. Um, but I, I like those timeline kind of stories or all, all those timeline sorts of like plots. Um, but it only works if it does actually fully come together and fully work. And in both situations, I liked both of them. So I thought that was really well done. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with season two because what happens what happens now the next time either of them die? Because uh, they essentially they met up again together and the timeline came together and stuff. 
um and that you know it, it, it kind of went back to normal um but it was after the events of you know meeting maxine and and at the party and doing all that all that had already happened um but where do you where do you sort of go with season two and what happens the next time someone one of them dies uh does it just go back to the bathroom or back to wherever alan alan was where, where he kept waking up and then where where do you kind of go from there like what's the it's strange to kind of look at that and maybe say Endgame because you've only had one season. But what kind of stories do they tell after this? It's it's interesting to see. So, um, but no, I I liked Russian Doll. I'm gonna give this a um, I'll give it like a nine point five. It did trip a bit and it did get a little bit too carried away with itself. But overall, the ideas and the timeline and all like the death and wake up and all that sort of stuff, I I thought they pulled it off really really well. So. Uh, plus, it's kind of short and sweet, so that helps as well. So, yeah, that's my review of Russian Doll. I I really really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, you should go and check it out. Obviously, if you if you haven't, so well, what are you doing here if you haven't checked it out? This spoiler section. But uh, yeah, that's my review of Russian Doll. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content that we got on EntertainmentTalk.org. You can support uh, the podcast and support Entertainment Talk Patreon.com for essentially Entertainment Talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards. Patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. Shop on Amazon will get a cut. But it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review and subscribe to those. Uh, and if you want to rate and review a specific iTunes feeds. It will really help if you did that for Game of Thrones at the moment. Because obviously it's going to be very big for us. Uh, word of mouth. If you don't want to muck about with iTunes, Amazon or Patreon. Uh, simply tell your friends, family, people that you work with. Anyone that you know. About the website and the iTunes feed, just tell them where to where to go in terms of looking for the podcast and stuff. Uh, social media, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different groups if you're allowed to. That helps us out as well. Um, and yeah, video games. If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening and I will see you next time. Goodbye.